Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Inside Edition ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500 500. The death of comic icon Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> what we've learned about his very private battle with cancer. And his final message to fans sent out moments after his death was announced. And she's a Biden for the first time on camera. I have uh, seven grandkids. It's odd that he wouldn't acknowledge one of his grandchildren. Plus, doomsday mom Lori Daybell's bizarre courtroom rant. No one was murdered in this case. Accidental deaths happen. And the break-in artist they call the Snake Man. He slithers his way into stores. 54 break-ins. So why has he been set free? While he was breaking in my place, he should have been sitting in jail. Plus, the Mama Gator. Oh, okay. Squeezing through a fence to protect her babies. Then, X marks the spot. Elon Musk's flashing new Twitter sign. Why the neighbors are so annoyed. Even with the shades down, it was so distracting. And Cardi B, Mike Chuck. Is the singer now in trouble? The fan who threw water at her. She's going to the cops. Then, jump for your life. Jump out right now. In the nick of time. And lost wedding ring found. He's so delighted, he asked his wife to marry him again. (laughs) Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Paul Rubens, who found fame through his character Pee Wee Herman, has died. The funny man whose career began with improv back in the 70s had privately been battling cancer for the last six years. Sunday night, he lost that fight. Stephen Fabian has the latest. 
These are Pee Wee Herman's poignant final words to his fans. Moments after his surprise death from cancer, a message from actor Paul Rubens was posted on Instagram. Please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing the last six years, Rubens wrote. I have always felt a huge amount of love and respect from my friends, fans, and supporters. I have loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you. His representative said, last night we said farewell to Paul Rubens, an iconic American actor. Paul bravely and privately fought cancer for years with his trademark tenacity and wit. Here's Victoria Ricagno. Paul Rubens lived in this secluded home in the Hollywood Hills and spent the last years of his life mostly out of the spotlight. He died yesterday at Cedar sinai Hospital. Doctors removed a brain tumor six years ago. It's not known what form of cancer he died from. Oh, Pee-wee, listen to reason. Come on! Listening to reason. Pee Wee Herman's trademark haircut, bow tie, and childlike voice (laughs) made him famous in the 1980s. (laughs) He became an idol for children, someone whose talent and wit was appreciated by grown ups. But in 1991, his career came to a crashing halt after he was arrested for indecent exposure in a movie theater in Florida. The mugshot was seen around the world. He slowly made a comeback, but never achieved the renown he once earned. Today, tributes are pouring in. Jimmy Kimmel says Paul Rubens was like no one else, a brilliant and original comedian. This is such a sad day for comedy. Pee Wee Herman is an iconic character that Paul Rubens um, created and lived with. And here he is on Celebrity Family Feud two years ago. Veterinarian. Now, that famous voice is still. (laughs) Paul Rubens was 70 years old. After years of what seemed like a deliberate effort to deny Hunter Biden's love child, President and Mrs. Biden are now saying the four-year-old girl he fathered is a Biden. But what prompted the apparent change of heart? Amber Cagliano reports. I have a... Seven grandkids. That's President Biden on a podcast last night saying for the first time on camera that he has seven grandchildren, not six. Finally, acknowledging that Hunter's love child is his granddaughter. It follows Friday night's surprise when the White House issued this statement. Jill and I only want what is best for all of our grandchildren, including Navy. But many are asking what took so long. It's awful. It's a it's a horrible thing that the Bidens have done. Fox News blasted the Bidens for the timing of their bombshell announcement. That was a Friday night news dump during the summer, which is the least amount of news coverage you're possibly going to get for acknowledging the granddaughter that you have not in the past. And it's too little too late for Republican president candidate Nikki Haley. But when you go and you talk about family values and you talk about all of that, it's odd that he wouldn't acknowledge one of his grandchildren. The Bidens enjoyed some beach time this weekend, sitting, reading side by side on a public beach on the Delaware shore while four Secret Service agents kept a close watch. Meanwhile, Donald Trump was on the campaign trail using unprecedented harsh language in a blistering attack on the commander in chief. We have a guy who's a dumb son of a bitch and to allow this to happen. He was all fired up after a week of legal trouble. Today, the property manager from Mar-a-Lago was arraigned at a Miami courthouse. Carlos de Oliveira is accused of conspiring with Trump and his valet, Walt Nada, to delete security video. Trump's nemesis, Chris Christie, is comparing their alleged scheme to The Godfather. These guys were were acting like the... um, 
the Corleones with no experience. Walt Nada appears to be the Fredo of this family. Uh, they sent him to go down there. <laughs> they sent him to go and delete it. I can handle things. I'm smart. Trump's mounting legal woes don't seem to be having any impact on his popularity. They want to damage the leading candidate, by the way, leading by far, I have to say. A new poll shows Trump way ahead of his chief rival, Ron DeSantis, for the Republican nomination, 54 percent to 17 percent. President Biden is also facing a potential nightmare today as his son Hunter's former business associate, Devin Archer, met with lawmakers behind closed doors. Archer testified that Hunter frequently put his father on speakerphone during meetings with foreign business partners. The witness was very, very consistent that none of those conversations ever had to do with any business dealings or transactions. They were purely what he called casual conversations. The president who is vacationing in Delaware all week has repeatedly said that he did nothing wrong. Archer has his own legal problems. He's due to report to prison to serve a one-year sentence in an unrelated fraud case. Life in prison with no possibility of parole. That's the fate for Lori Daybell, the so-called doomsday mom convicted of killing her two younger children after telling a friend they were zombies, as well as the wife of the man she later married. The judge handed down the sentence following a bizarre statement from Daybell. Doomsday mom Lori Daybell learns her fate. She was sentenced today for the murder of her children's seven-year-old JJ and 15-year-old Tylee. Life imprisonment with no possibility of parole. 49-year-old Daybell stood impassively as the judge handed down the sentence in an Idaho courtroom. She had sat slumped back in her chair for much of the hearing, but sprang to life with a bizarre declaration of innocence. No one was murdered in this case. Accidental deaths happen. Suicides happen. Fatal side effects from medications happen. She went on to claim that she is in communication with her dead son, JJ. He is happy where he is. His life was short, but JJ's life was meaningful. For her to say all the things that she said, it's just, you know, it's it's sad. <laughs> JJ's grandfather, Larry Woodcock, spoke to reporters after the sentencing. As far as I'm concerned right now, she does no longer exist. I will not mention her after this. Citizens lined up to witness the sentencing. Prosecutors said Lori Daybell believed her kids were zombies and controlled by evil spirits. Daybell and her husband of three months, Chad Daybell, were sunning themselves in Hawaii when police served her with papers, ordering her to produce the children to authorities. Six months later, the children's bodies were found buried on Chad Daybell's property in Idaho. Now she's still making excuses. I have had many communications from people now living in heaven, including my children. Lori Daybell still faces a trial for the death of her fourth husband, Charles Vallow, as well as the attempted murder of a nephew. Chad Daybell will go on trial for the children's deaths next April. Now the burglar nicknamed the Snake Man after he slithered on floors to avoid tripping motion detectors. He pled guilty to a total of 54 felony charges, but now he's out of jail. Stephen Fabian reports plenty of people are not very happy about that. He slithers across the floor like a snake. So low, he doesn't trigger motion detectors. His daring break-ins are reminding many people of Anne Hathaway in Get Smart. 
and they've earned him the nickname the Snake Man. His one-man crime wave appeared to come to an end when he was arrested after a heist in Riverside, California. How do you plead to the charge in count four? How do you plead to the charge in count five? How do you plead to the charge in count six? 33-year-old Christopher Jackson pled guilty over and over again to 54 felonies. But get this, he didn't slither off to prison. He walked free. He was sentenced to time served while awaiting trial, just over three months. Snake Man even smirked as he was placed on probation for 12 years. Because he is a nonviolent offender, under California law, the Snake Man can't be given the prison term prosecutors say he so richly deserves. Riverside County Prosecutor Michael Hestron is outraged. Police officers have arrested this individual over and over again, and we've prosecuted him over and over again, and still no punishment, no accountability. So he continues to do what he what he chooses to do. He raided dozens of California businesses, taking up to $80,000 in a single burglary. Brian Perrone owns a restaurant targeted by Jackson. The loss of what he stole sucks, but what sucks even more is the fact that he's never going to prison. Jackson is required to wear an ankle monitor. He's been ordered to pay back $158,000 to his victims. It's not clear how he'll do that. It's becoming a thing at concerts and performers have had it. This time it was rapper Cardi B on the receiving end of a drink thrown at her during a concert. And she didn't waste a moment to retaliate. But who's in trouble? The fan or Cardi B? Is Cardi B in legal hot water after hurling her microphone at a fan? The rapper threw her mic moments after a fan tossed ice water on her. Now Cardi B is speaking out about the incident. What happened was blatantly disrespectful. It happened at a club in Vegas. A got assaulted. In this video, you can see the fan apologizing to Cardi before being escorted out by security. When water and ice get thrown in your face and hit you man hard, then you go and come talk to me and tell me what you would do in my Cops tell Inside Edition a fan filed a police report saying during a concert she was struck by an item that was thrown from the stage, apparently referring to the mic. Cardi B is just the latest musician to become the target of objects thrown on stage by fans, including Harry Styles, BB Rexa, Drake, and Kelsey Ballerini. But some are wondering if the fan was just following Cardi B's instructions from earlier in the concert. Sure enough, you can see concert goers tossing water at Cardi B. I didn't realize that she had asked people to, cool down. to cool down and then mm. raises some questions, that's for sure. But apparently this wasn't what Cardi B was expecting. We'll be right back. Next, jump for your life. Jump out right now. In the nick of time. And lost wedding ring found. He's so delighted he asks his wife to marry him again. <laughs> Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? 
In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's a reminder that emergencies can happen in a flash out on the water. This was the scene at a lake in Michigan this weekend when a boat caught fire and the two people on board had to jump to safety. Just three seconds later, it exploded. It's too late, guys. It's dramatic video of a motorboat on fire, and there are two men who are still on board. It's too late. Get off the boat. Get off the boat. It's going to blow. Good Samaritan Nathan Greenwood and his wife, Reno, were boating on Lake Michigan when they came upon the floating inferno. You guys want to jump out right jump now? Jump out right now. The dudes hesitate a moment, then realize there's no right other option right and jump overboard. So they pretty much are fully engulfed in flames. So I knew that they were going to need to get off that boat. Three, four seconds later, that explosion does occur. Get away from me. Get away. Moments later, the Coast Guard arrives and puts out the flames. This photo of the incinerated boat was taken from a drone after work. Thankfully, these guys made it off in time. They would have died on board if they had not jumped off. Jump out right Jump now. Jump out right now. The wreckage of the boat sank to the bottom. This is not the kind of thing you want to see in your backyard. An alligator who is hissing mad. And the reason she's mad is she's been separated from her eggs. Les Trent with details. This six-foot alligator is hissing mad. Listen to her hiss. Oh, she's pissed. Fortunately, there's a fence to keep the beast out of the homeowner's backyard. But wait, that fence might not work. Holy the gator is determined to slither her way through. The gator is a familiar sight in this neighborhood in Cocoa Beach, Florida. She's called Matilda and is usually quite docile. So, why so aggressive now? Well, this pile of leaves explains why. It's where she's laid her eggs. Of course, we've heard of mama grizzlies. Turns out Matilda's a mama gator and will do anything to save her babies, even getting through a fence. Just over 50 years ago, the alligator was on the endangered species list. Today, the state of Florida has an estimated 1.3 million gators in all of its 67 counties. Elon Musk wants to make sure the world knows he has rebranded Twitter as X. But the folks who live near the San Francisco headquarters say his bright new sign is not the way to go about that. X marks the spot and neighbors are freaking out. That X is the controversial new Twitter logo atop the company's San Francisco headquarters. This is what the strobing sign looks like from the apartment of a resident who describes just how annoying it is. We came home and tried to watch a movie and it was flashing through this window so bright that even with the shades down, it was so distracting. Another neighbor shows what the X looks like with the window shade down. Look how bright it is with the shade up when you're trying to unwind before bed. But it's Elon Musk's playtime is how the caption goes. You're probably wondering, does this go off like every hour, every three hours? No, every 10 to 20 seconds. 
it's also a safety concern. Something like that should not be on the edge of a building. It's a very windy corner most of the time. What's going on in there? What? That light! It's reminding lots of people of an episode from the classic TV sitcom Seinfeld. How's life on the red planet? Kramer couldn't get any sleep because of the red light flooding his bedroom from a Kenny Rogers Roasters restaurant across the street. That was funny. This, not so much. And today, the sign was dismantled. When we come back, the lost ring found. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's a proposal redo with a ring that was almost lost forever. Amber Cagliano explains. Who would dare take the plunge in this gunky water? It's a diver on a mission to find a lost wedding ring. It just slipped off and plopped right in the water. When Liz Tatum lost her wedding ring at a boat dock in Stockton, California, sheer panic set in. We were both just so in shock, and I was just saying to myself, I can't believe this is happening. Oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. Were you upset with your wife? (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, No, I wasn't upset. I think I was more upset with myself than he was. Liz and husband Blake recruited a local diving legend for help. Matt Spurtenberg has a knack for finding the impossible in murky water, like this prosthetic leg, lost iPhones and designer sunglasses. Was this a tough dive? This one was very difficult because it was it was hot, muddy, no visibility at all. My, I literally closed my eyes the whole time I was down there. There was nothing to see. So it was just it's pitch black with the mud in your face. As the time went on, I kept thinking, oh, no, doesn't look good. No, it was, was not looking promising. Incredibly, after three hours of zero visibility, Eureka! Will you better me? <laughs> That's Liz in shock when her hubby surprises her with the newly found ring, which delighted him so much he decided to make another wedding proposal. This after 28 years of marriage. I was totally speechless. Did she say yes? Let's hope she gets a ring guard. And speaking of rings, coming up, the ring bearer asleep at the wheel. Finally today, weddings can be exhausting. A big moment for the ring bearer coming in on a remote-controlled toy car. Oh, no, he's asleep at the wheel. But the only ticket this kid gets is one for cuteness in the first degree. And that's Inside Edition. I'm Deborah Norville. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Plus.